You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello again. Welcome back to Home is Where Hallmark is. This is episode, what episode are we on, Am? We are on 17. 17, 17. I was going to say 16. I'm always one behind. We are on episode 17. We have some news, some previews. Um, Hallmark has a couple of new shows coming out. Um, and then we have some more. Amber is still going, is on her next line, Steal Them Delivered. And we're going to continue in book two in our book series. But we missed a week because we were both pretty busy. But that's okay. We're just basically talking to ourselves. Um, so, and Amber's parents, probably. Um, so how have you been, my darling? I have been good. My little girl turns 15 this weekend. <gasps> this weekend past this one coming up? This one coming up. She's seven. Oh, my gosh. The 15th. Mm-hmm. Which means she gets to get her learner's permit. Shush. She gonna get a Jeep too? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> As I'm sure nobody realizes we are a Jeep family. I have a Jeep. My husband has a Jeep. There's several people in my family that have Jeeps. Um, yeah. <laughs> so and the and Jeep is kind of the Yeah, our Jeep like Jeep crazy. Mm-hmm. So maybe her dad's been looking at one, so we'll see. Got another about another year and a half, I figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifteen. I mean, too I was up. almost seventeen before I actually got my driver's license because I just wasn't ready. Oh yeah, no, no. Well, fifteen's too early to have your own car, and plus, she's just just her permit and everything. Oh my God, could you imagine Jason's nerves? Forget you. <laughs> no. Jason will be like, have to hire somebody to teach her how to drive because neither of us, both of us have anxiety issues. Oh, they don't do it. Oh, no, plus it's the summer too. They don't do it in the school there or anything? Well, she's homeschooled. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, with her ADHD, we found out when COVID happened that she just learns much better and you don't have to. 
I was having to medicate her to go to school just to sit. No, no, no. Oh gosh, no, no. I forgot she was. I forgot she was homeschooled. Um, yeah. So she doesn't come home. She doesn't have to do that. So much, much props to you. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, because I'm not sure how it is in New York, even though I am in New York, but in New Jersey, I think it's part of like they kind of like, oh, you have to take your driver's thingy now. Um, something like that. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. So just well, here in West Virginia, most of these people learn how to drive tractors and four wheelers before they're driving. You know, not right. my kid, but you know, around here, kids usually know how to drive before they're 15 because they're right, driving. Right. Four wheelers and tractors and everything else. Mm -hmm. So it's just shifting over to the different, different vehicle. Yeah. Speaking of West Virginia, you have some hallmark West Virginia news for us, I believe. I sure do. I don't know if anybody is aware, but we have this very large resort that is in uh, Greenbrier County, and it's called the Greenbrier Resort, and it has been there for ever since like the 1778. Like it's been there forever, and it's it's very much a rich people place, but it is beautiful and gorgeous. I have never been there; always wanted to go. It's got humongous, mm -hmm. huge gardens in it. Mm. Um, and I guess back in summer they had all these Christmas decorations out, and they didn't really talk too much about it. But it turns out they actually filmed a Hallmark Christmas movie there, and it is to come out this year. Um, just some little things about the Greenbrier. It it once was, um, and it still does have the one of the presidential um, fallout shelters down in the basement. Um, oh wow! It is, uh, yeah, it was not talked about there for a long time because it was the primary one. Because if you've mm -hmm. ever been to West Virginia, we have very very large mountains, so any kind of bomb shelter underneath all of that rock. <laughs> is pretty safe and um it's open now it's to see it's no longer one of the ones they would plan to ever use but it was mm -hmm. um one of the fallout shelters that the president would actually have gone to at at some point if if they would have had a nuclear war i mean it's just it's been a, it's been here forever it's absolutely gorgeous it's huge i'm really really excited about it um i can't wait to see it you know, we don't get a whole lot of that stuff around in mm -hmm. West Virginia. Um, is it, we are kind of a large, not like really large, but we're bigger than probably New York or whatever. But, um, you know, we don't have a lot of things like that that happens to us around here. So right. I'm super excited about it. Um, they you talk a lot about it. They're, they don't have the name for it yet. But they said it's going to be something like the uh, Graceland one was. Which is like Christmas, the Greenbrier, or something like that. Right, right. Oh, excuse me. Um, I'm looking at the link that you sent me, and this place is stunning. Yes, it is humongous it, too. Like it's, it's massive. It's. Did you see where it says? And you maybe you knew that the chandelier is the same chandelier from Gone with the Wind. Yes. Yes. That's wild. That. This, this place is gorgeous. Just the outside is breathtaking. And those grounds, oh my goodness. Have you yeah, ever been it there? Is insane. No, I've never been there. Uh, we've always wanted to go, but I'll be honest with you, it's not cheap to go. Oh, um, I can even to, like even to tour the grounds, like you have to be dressed a certain way. It's very oh. upscale. <laughs> Excuse um, us. 
yeah, it's it's a huge, huge upscale thing. I I was reading some of the like reviews, and one of the person was like, um, I would like to take my kids to see your grounds, and this one lady was like, well, dress appropriately because if you're wearing jeans, they will stop you. <laughs> uh, wow, that's that's pretty impressive. I kind of like that though, you know. I kind of yeah. like that. It's probably the it's probably the only lux- I would consider luxury resort, um, you know, in West Virginia. Most of you know we're not hoity-toity around here. We're pretty country, so. <laughs> um, but it's absolutely gorgeous, and like you said, that one chandelier that's in that one um, bar area. Well, they do believe that that was from Gone with the Wind. So, but there's yes. pictures of it on the um, it all uh, decked out for Christmas, or I guess when they filmed the movie. It's it's absolutely gorgeous. So, I'm really really excited to see it. I think it'll be neat. And what do you have? I'm trying. I was trying to double check something. So we have. Last time we recorded, we talked about the kind of sci-fi TV show that uh, series that Hallmark was bringing us, and now it seems like they finally announced their replacement for Chesapeake Shores, which is titled Ride. Which okay. So it's going to star Bo, Bo Murchoff, Tyler Jacob Moore. Nancy Travis, Tierra, uh, Tierra Scovey, um, it's uh, trying to sorry. Oh, oh, shoot! That one girl is very popular. And the the mother from Last Man Standing is actually going to be in it. Um, no, I think that's the other one. Sorry, that's a different show, I believe. Um, no, actually, it might be this one. I'm confusing myself. I've been reading about so many different things. So the series follows Missy, played by Scovey, a former rodeo queen who is a McMurray by marriage and struggles to find a place in the family. Um, Travis is Isabel McMurray, the tough-as-nails family matriarch, fighting to keep her family legacy afloat following a tragedy. Um, So basically the synopsis is Ride follows the lives of the McMurrays, part of a rodeo dynasty going back a generation as they struggle to keep their beloved ranch afloat. Walmart staple. After a tragic loss, each character embarks on an empowering journey. different um premise but also a hallmark staple that there's some ranch farm whatever kind of sounds like it they're maybe trying to go a little yellowstone with the yeah definitely absolutely absolutely Um, hallmark wouldn't have anything like that i mean yellowstone's very um there's a lot of dying and death and killing and in it which we love that we watch it um but i think it does kind of remind me of that a little bit they're definitely tapping into the countryside of things, which is uh, which is very popular and um, a big staple of their fandom, I believe. So it, it looks pretty good. It sounds like it's a um, a good premise. I, I like Western-y style things. I like Western, so I'll probably enjoy it. 
Um, so there's a show, but of course it's being um, filmed in Canada. <laughs> there's another show that's filmed in Canada. That's about a horse ranch. Um, it's kind of Hallmarkish. I love Heart- it to death. I've watched every season of it. It's called Heartland. Have you ever watched it? I think Jason's told me about it. It's about a family on a ranch in Alberta, which is in Canada. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it kind of reminds me, maybe a little bit of a combination between like Yellowstone and it, because Heartland's That's... very family um, mm-hmm. oriented and very um, PG. It's very yeah. um, there's not a lot of killing in it. <laughs> <laughs> It seems like a good premise, and we'll probably get some beautiful scenery and um, and and the such and the such. But I've read a lot of books um, set in that type of environment. I love westerns. I love old west TV shows. You know, Bonanza and Gunsmoke and things like that. So um, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, that. And well, I mean, the Canadian countryside is. Absolutely gorgeous. Oh, it's stunning. The only I mean, but we have, why I knew have, that is because you see a lot of it. A lot of play. A lot of the shows are filmed. A lot of TV shows are filmed in Canada. But, I know. Um, just... But yeah, I mean, it's it's absolutely beautiful. The mountains and the it's mm-hmm. very. I think it's probably about the same area. It's probably as Colorado. I'm not sure how far up yeah. Colorado is. I can't remember. Yeah, my uh, spots. I know my geography stinky winkies. So I thought they announced another show. We discussed um, the way home with um, last week. I thought there was another one, but I think I'm just confusing myself. Um, oh no, Colorado's in the middle of the United States. It's not even close to Canada. Just. Let's just see if we can add that part out so we don't embarrass ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, August is upon us, actually, of course, since we're, it's August 5th, right? 5th? What is today? August 5th. August 5th. So starting tomorrow, but you won't hear us until probably Sunday, so starting August 6th is the new movies for August, and the first one up is... There's no... Uh-huh. I don't think... Well, I, I don't... Uh, yeah, I don't think there's like a is there a catchy like name for this month? Like when we when oh, we get into, into sep- love. No, that's September. August that's different, isn't it? No, it says it says Fall into Love, all new original movies start September sixth. Right, but we're talking about August. Well, it's, it says August sixth. Oh. You just said September. Anyway. <laughs> well, I said August sixth. I said September. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, Love in the Limelight, which I just saw the commercial. I was like, oh, the Pena Vegas are doing another one. I like them. Their movies, they, they tend to be cute. So um, Love in the Limelight is Pen Pals with Nick. Pen Pals with Nick for years. Summer is reluctant for her relationship with him to go public when the former boy band singer comes to town for a comeback concert. Now, I'm sorry, but this one's kind of a little bit similar to the last movie where she came back to town and they resumed dancing. Yes, um, that was a Christmas one, wasn't it? It was the Christmas. Um, I, can't I liked it. You're wrong. I really liked it. Yeah, because she had her daughter and blah blah blah, and then 
he had the bitchy witchy dance partner and you know of course there's a big misunderstanding but then they danced the beautiful dance at the end and you know saved saved everything <laughs> the, and they're that, super cute together because they're, they're awesome. obviously because they're married but oh they're adorable i love i love their movies and i love that they do them together i would like to see them do movies without each other but i really love them i really enjoy them and that one is so it's saturday august 6th at 8 on the hallmark channel now the one that they're the most heavily promoting because it's based on a best-selling book is big sky river which is um emanuela voyeur and Kavan Smith, who of course is one of the stars, he's been in many Hallmark movies, many Christmas movies, um, and summer movies, and he's one of the stars of um, When Calls the Heart. And so Tara needs to go back to Parable, Montana, the place that made it the happiest, in order to move forward for after a messy divorce. Her handsome neighbor presents an unexpected twist. And that's actually this Sunday at nine on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. They've really been pushing this one, even to the point where I'm seeing articles um, on, I mean, Kavan has been around a long time. If you see his face, you know who he is. And now it's like people's doing six things you didn't know about Kavan Smith. Like, you know, so they're really, they're really hyping it. Most likely because it's based, it's one of the ones that's, um, or taken from the, taken from a book. Have you seen the previews for it? No, I haven't seen it. It looks pretty good. It's another like kind of Western-y one. I will definitely watch that one. Plus, I'm a big fan of his. Um, what do you got about romance and style? Do you see it on your list? Yes. That's the one with the... Um, this is the one me and you are not sure about because it's the one where mm-hmm. it's supposed to be promoting more of a... Um, I don't know, acceptable body, I guess, because this girl's yeah. supposedly a little bit more bigger than, you know. Yeah, it says, real. it's J.C. Elliott, uh, Benjamin Hollingsworth, and Candace Hafine. Um, she plays, J.C. plays Ella, who's, she's a fashion designer whose designs inspire mogul Derek to include plus-size fashion in his magazine. And soon Derek begins to realize that Ella's influence reaches far beyond the catwalk. We're probably going to have a lot of issues with them. Now, Now the actress is beautiful, and she was bigger than she is now, and she's lost weight and absolutely friggin' fabulous for her. Uh, I don't say that sarcastically. I know that sounded like yeah, very bitchy, but, but like she's I didn't mean it that way. But she's not a plus size anymore. She was, but she's not I mean, anymore. She might be so, like a 14. Yeah, I mean, Marilyn Monroe was a 14, for crying out loud. You know, Marilyn Monroe was a sixteen, honey. Oh, sixteen. You Sorry. Think All right. Those hips were on a on a size fourteen. I don't know. I knew she was a fourteen or a sixteen. I thought it was a fourteen. Oh, she's a six, you know, She was a sixteen. Who Who's the singer that was in Roadhouse Romance? Lauren Elena. Now this girl, JC, and her are kind look like a similar build now. I mean, so they're curvy and whatever, and that's fabulous. Uh, you know, it's great to see. And they're they're beautiful, but she's no longer. I'm not knocking her. I mean, she was plus size, so she'll understand. Like, listen, we're both, you know. Yeah, but it's another movie with a handsome, skinny, beautiful man that's supposed to overlook the the fat of the Mm -hmm. of the girl. But and that's the thing. It's it's not. I don't think what I'm. It's probably not going to be like. Oh well, I can look past it that she's fat. Because, you know, she's so pretty and she's so smart. 
right? It's not like, oh, hey, it, it's like it shouldn't, it, they, they need to do something where it's just like, okay, like it doesn't have to be mentioned, you know? Like, I hope yeah. there's not 1700 conversations about it, about, and people saying to him, like, with like they do in most movies, like, oh, you know, it's okay. Oh my God, like you're with her. Like, because that's what they tend to do. Unless yeah, you're I mean, I didn't mean to interrupt, but even in Hallmark, when you have like the sidekick who's chubby, they tend to be like a little dippy, a little desperate. You know, it's only like in the last year or so that they've be, they've kind of yeah, they kind of more given their or more given. Let me listen to me. I can't talk. More given their Sorry. you know substance second chair, I guess is what you would call them. More of mm-hmm. a story. Yeah, yeah. It's not just the. You know, dippy girl desperate for, you know, love with whatever moron comes along. You know, I just hope that it's done with the taste and it's not done with that's the whole entire movie. And if it's done, we'll be ranting about it for a whole podcast. Yeah. Trust. I mean, Trust I mean, if anybody's listened to our podcast, you know, we just kind of say how it is. And even if we don't, we're going to say it anyway. Guess we're just here yeah. to entertain um that's that's saturday august the 13th at eight on the hallmark channel and then we have the journey ahead um this one i think is going to be a little bit different and well it's on hallmark movies and mysteries and those tend to be a little different anyway which is great gets us away from a lot of the cookie cutter um standard love story that they go for and this is a holly robinson feat kaylee bryant and mark humphrey um a famous hollywood actress and a young wilderness expert drive from los angeles to new york we've seen the road trip ones but it's usually a romance now, this yeah. is two women, which, I mean, it could be a romance, but it's not. So it's going to be, um, I think we're going to have, like, a really good semi, you know, dramatic, um, excuse me, uh, movie that I'm actually looking forward to. Along the way, both women learn that they can't run from the past to create the future they want. Kind of stands at home off there, but I like the fact that it's not, you know, Lacey getting stranded at the airport and running into, you know, Luke McFarland or whatever the heck his name is there, you know. Uh, what is his name Luke something or another Um, you know and they road trip across the country to get to the town that they both you know then live in neighboring towns and blah 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 and they fall in love on the way so that's the 14th um, on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries I'm looking forward to that one Holly Robinson always has good movies and then I think this is where I got confused thinking that there was another show but this one has our boy in it this one has our Campbell Saturday August 20th at 8pm on the Hallmark Channel Dating the Delaney's. Uh, three generations of Delaney women explore the highs and lows of modern day dating, learning that love and romance can be found at any age and sometimes we least expect it. Again, what you know what they've been doing really well with the multi-generational family stories lately. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, they have. And like, well, the wedding veil was friends, but then there was, there's the one with the three adopted sisters. That was really good. I really liked that one. The three adopted. Yeah. Um, well, three or four, I forget what it was, with the bell. It doesn't, with, it doesn't matter if this movie is any good or not. It doesn't it's matter. It's Paul Campbell in it. It's Paul Campbell. It's going to be perfection. I mean, that's, it's Paul Campbell. It's going to be a good movie, regardless. And even Absolutely. if it was a bad movie, we probably this would probably be the one time we wouldn't say that it was a bad movie. No, I mean he's had some that haven't like they all have. He's had some that haven't been stellar, but we just enjoy him because he's just so easy to watch. I don't mean like necessarily. I mean I think he's cute, but like easy on the eyes or anything like that. But he's so natural. He's so relaxed. He's like the person you're gonna run into, or your neighbor, or your coworker, or your friend, or your you know brother-in-law's cousin's best friend's sister's friend from college you know whatever he's just that guy you know very easy to watch very realistic he's the guy in the cubicle next to you at work every day that's exactly what it is he's your work husband yeah and if he was amber's work husband her real husband might have a problem but i didn't say that so (laughs) that one is august 20th at 8 p.m on the hallmark channel and then um I thought this month is kind of packed. So I didn't even realize how many were. Uh, yeah, Lacey, there's a lot. Lacey pairs up with Hector Rivera, who I feel like I know the name, but I can't picture him. But she's playing a chef again. Lacey needs to stop playing chefs. And it's another one on the heels of professional and personal setback. Chef Lacey, Emma, travels to Hawaii where she meets Ben. We've seen this one. A handsome, reclusive surf instructor. We've seen this one. And we've seen it with Lacey. Give her something else to do, please. Right? She's played, she's played a chocolatier. She's played a chef. She's, she has played a chef. I don't know, but this guy's hot. Is he? Okay, wait, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hold, yeah. please. Tell me about the next one. Do you have it? Do you have some while I look at them? Uh, the next one is Game Set Match with Davida Williams and Richard Harmon. And it is, oh, oh. looks like it's set around um, tennis. Mm-hmm. And let's see here. Former tennis pro Taylor reluctantly agrees to coach her friend in the bad boy of tennis. For a mixed doubles tournament, only to find out there's a lot more to him than she thought. So I mean, it's a little cliche, mm-hmm. but I mean, we we haven't had a tennis one yet. This is definitely, you know, a different type of movie. Cast looks pretty good. You've got um, Richard Harmon as William, and okay, so apparently we don't have the girl listed as cast. Uh, let me go back to the about. Um, and then it's Davida Williams, which there's not a whole lot on her. Okay, Hector's Hector was uh, on Broadway. He played um in the movie of in the movie in the musical about the Estefans. 
Oh, did he? Mm -hmm. Okay, so Davida Williams is an American actress. Been acting since she was eight. Let's see what all she's been in because there's not like she's not even on the about page, which is real, really weird. Normally they have a little bit more on no, here, but it looks like she might actually be doing um a Christmas one, a screenshot to Santa. Yeah, uh, seems like he's currently filming that one. Um, she hasn't really been. She's been in a lot of TV movies. Nothing major though. Doesn't look like she must be fairly. Yeah, it looks like she was in As the World Turns. She's a soap opera actor. Oh, she was Jade Taylor on As the World Turns. Um, yeah. So. It looks like she's done a lot. Oh, she was on Lizzie McGuire. She was Claire on Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, I don't really, I don't know this girl at all, so I'll have to reserve my. It looks like she looks like she's done a lot, but it's been like an episode. Not that she hasn't had a great career, but like an episode here, an episode there. But yeah. Ector is um yummy. So and that's August. I told you that he was pretty oh yummy. Did I not? We're talking about Dude, the, we're talking about the, the lacy yeah. one. Yeah. Yes. Um. That so the woman Davida game set love is um, August twenty seventh on the Hallmark, and then another at the crossroads in her career and love life. Oh my gosh, unthinkably good things. At crossroads in her career and love life, Allison, played by Karen Pittman, is in need of love and support of her two friends, Melinda. Oh no, actually, I take that back. This is the one that's from the mahogany um, one. I've been waiting to see this one. Um, at the crossroads in her career and love, I mean, still it's a little stereotypical. Uh, Allison blah, blah, blah is supportive of her two friends, Melinda, Melina, rather, played by Joyful Drake, and Risa, played by Erica Ash, when they visit her in Tuscany. The reunion causes each woman to re-examine the state of their own life and relationships, where they have different personalities and perspectives. They know each other's truths and help to make some life-changing decisions. This is the one that's from the Mahogany, um, so it's like Afri you know, the Afri whole African-American one. This one actually looks really, really good, so I've been looking forward to seeing this one. Um, and that is August 28th with uh, the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, and that will round out August. So there's a lot. There's a lot more than I thought there were um, going to be this month. It's a very interesting month. It's a month. Some new ones, some little bit of new concepts, and some a little bit of cookie cutter, but we'll see what they... <laughs> what they do with them. See how they they better turn out. <laughs> and now I'm not we're not gonna go over them say we'll save it for the next one, but the schedule for September is also out and now that's cool, so called fall into love. Um and they'll be they're gonna be in the island, Northern Carolina, personal mysteries, all sorts of things. Um couple of wedding ones shocking uh, have people, have some wedding ones. a lot of people going i think there's going to be the one thing i want to talk about i think there's going to be one that's going to be sort of a new series called francesca quinn pi and it with mallory jensen and dylan bruce is that a hallmark and, movies and mysteries yeah i think it i think it's actually based on books because it sounds um fairly familiar but i think it's going to be an ongoing series so I think that's why I was getting messed up. Kind of like the Aurora T. Arden. Kind of, and since she's gone, actually, I think it's going to be a little bit more edgy than Aurora because um, her fiance gets murdered. <laughs> I've heard 
some reason can't uh, keep getting. Um, I know that the difference between the two, but I get when when we start talking about who left, I get mm -hmm. it confused between Alice and Sweeney, which I know what they're completely different, and I know them by looking at who's who. But for mm -hmm. some reason, sometimes when I see them, I think, well, that she left. No, Allison Sweeney didn't left. She's still with Hallmark. I don't know why I do that. But um, there's a, a okay. lot of us. a little bit more about the one with um, our, our, our love, Paul. Maggie isn't letting her divorce get in the way of her quest for love. The single mother uses the help of the father of her son's friend as she jumps back into the world of dating. While both, when both her mother and her daughter begin, begin both her mother and her daughter, so it must be a teen or old, begin romances of their own, Maggie realizes the differences and similarities between the way all three generations approach love. Actually, that sounds pretty good. So we don't got to worry about Paul's No, we don't have to worry about Paul's. I know. I'm very strange. Still checking out this guy. He's pretty cute. Oh, Brandon's gonna have a new one. Brandon's gonna have a new one in September. Yay! Brandon Elliott. Mm hmm. That's yours. I love him. <laughs> so, okay, so that is the upcoming shows for August. Now, I'm not gonna talk about September's because we'll save that for next time. Let me click out of all the show stuff. So, Okay, let well, me say got, this first. We had. What? Well, are we going to talk about. Okay. What are we talking about next? What do you want to talk about? What are we oh. talking about next? You're right. Let's do um, the Chesapeake Shores previews. Is anything. Yeah, I forgot about wanna... that. Has anything in the previews jumped? I have one question for you. Yeah. Somebody says. Somebody's on the phone. It goes by so quick, and I'm always distracted, and I can't find the actual preview online. Somebody's it's on, on the phone. Thank you. I'll look. Somebody's on the phone. They're like, I'm innocent, or like, I didn't do it, or whatever. And then somebody's saying, I think it's Jess's husband is saying, what if he is innocent this time? Who is that? Who are they talking about? I think it's his dad. Oh, well, that's what I thought. Okay. Because remember, he said, I think he left the family. And because he's in trouble, mm -hmm. um, over I, I don't. They didn't even really explain it too well at the end. They just said that he was in trouble financially and has gone through all their money, and now he's on the run and has left the mom and the sister and everybody. Right. And they didn't really say they didn't go into detail yet on what um, that. Yeah, now that you say it, I remember that. Cause I now I remember thinking, well, why didn't they ask Abby for help? Like, that's and and her father and the father, like that's their thing. Like, and and the uncle, you know, and I don't know Connor, <laughs> you know, like that's their thing. They sniff out these problems, and you know, they find people that are stealing money, and you know, different, not always intentionally, but you know what I mean. Like, business yeah. is their thing. Why didn't they go to them for help to be like, hey, we feel like something shady where, you know, because they know everybody, you know what I mean? Yeah, so I, I think it's because they're like the Boston people. Remember, they're like, wait, I mean, I don't even know. Maybe, maybe. But I mean, even so, you know, everybody knows somebody. That's just. Yeah. 
I couldn't see who I mean, obviously, I feel relieved, though, because there's a lot of Connor in the previews. And the last mm-hmm. time we saw, he was grabbing his chest and falling to the ground. Right, so, but now uh, that could always be a red herring. True. And then um, I think that she picks Ian. Is it Ian? Or Evan? Let's, let's hope that's a red herring. Ugh, let's hope somebody else comes in at the <laughs> well, I'm not gonna get my wish, obviously, because oh, yeah, we don't think he's coming. He's well, coming. I just wanted him to come back for one episode, just at the end, so they can just be happy. It should, and- end- it should end in a cliffhanger, like they're gonna get married, and he walks in, and that's how it ends. No, that's- I don't want a cliffhanger. I don't like it. Because it's not coming back. That's how it should that's how it should end. It like said everybody go go make everybody go crazy. I don't I don't like either guys. The teacher guy was kinda of like a little bit I don't know, too much, too pushy, but I I don't like Evan. I don't like him. I don't like him. I don't like him. I don't think he's fit for her. I don't think he's like a freaking child that needs to go like they I don't have a problem with that, but their personalities do not go together at all. Opposites attract, all that crap, but there's always something. Some you know, some something. It's like she just enticed by his money, or her sisters are pushing her to it. Like I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't it's know. kind Maybe of it's... sweet. I don't know. No, no it's not. Please, no. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I we'll we'll see what we'll see what they we'll see what they do. I did like seeing Bree, you know, walking hand in hand with her convict. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know, horrible. Um. But it looks like mom and dad might get in an argument because she gets out of the car and she's looking at him like, oh, and she so she's saying my son needs me. She's talking about Connor or did something okay. else. Happen? I, I don't know. See, so the whole thing is like, I think they're really good at like throwing, you know, a bit of curves, like making it seem like one thing. So like immediately I was thinking like, oh, it's probably Connor because Connor was, you know, blah, 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 blah. But maybe it's not. Maybe it's what's his face. What's it? What you mean, um, the guy that's married to Sarah? Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name. Why can't I remember his name? Yeah, I can't either. That's because that's how that's how important he really is to the show. Meaning, you know, he's not because their storylines are dull. That's true. It really it is. is. Compared to everybody else, it's always been like, oh, he's the golden child. He was the for- he was the former military guy. He was a firefighter. He didn't want to do his life, and that was all very good. But then they stuck him with Sarah, and Sarah has dragged him down. She has dragged him. Down. She needs to she needs to take her braids and go away. Go- Their marriage can break up for all I care. She can become a royal bitch and be like, I you know blah 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 and leave. <laughs> I don't care because they're not compelling. As much as, as much as, um, why am I forgetting everybody's names when I just watched the show? You know, <sighs> David? No, the, the lead lady, Megan. What's Megan's character's name? Uh, Abby. Yeah. Abby. Abby. Yeah, yeah. So, as much as she annoys me, I still like, you know, I still like it. I still want to see where it's going, even though it aggravates me, you know, because I'm like, oh, what is wrong with her? She evokes some of her, the character, evokes some emotion, like, oh, let me strangle her, or why are you so stupid? Or, oh, good for you. You know, there's a whole, you go through the whole cycle of emotions. I feel nothing, nothing for the other two. Kevin, I mean, yeah, I don't, Kevin and Sarah are like, okay. Like, they're just bland. It's like, 
I don't feel like they have chemistry together. I can't wait to see what happens with Connor and his girl. Now them. Margaret. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I want to see that. Because she's a little she's a little firecracker and I like her a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really like Like, her. I can't wait to see. She fits Connor perfectly. They're perfect. I can't wait. Like, I can't wait to see where they go. I mean, I hope they go, you know, with that so we'll see um and Bree's always kind of been interesting Jess has even been a lot better so much she's better even, yeah so much better um since she's redeemed herself and she kind of ran the end by herself and mm-hmm. you know kind of came into her own and um I felt a lot better like I've liked her a lot more yeah so she's which the character's you know, the characters had her moments, but she's matured. And at least there's some, and it's just like I was saying about Abby, there's some stuff where you like want to be like, you're cheering her on and you're like, oh my God, I want to, you know, whatever. I just don't with, with Sarah and um and Kevin at all, at all. There's like, no, they, they're just flat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm not there's not- just not a lot going on there. I mean, I totally yeah, agree. I totally- and it starts back next weekend, the 14th, Ooh. at 8 a.m. 8 a.m.? 8 p.m. Or 8 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> what? 8 p.m. is what I meant to say. I'm a dork face. All right. Well, I guess that brings us to... It brings us to... Okay, wait. So this is what I was going to say. Amber and I made a deal that she would watch Signs, Sealed, and Delivered. She's totally invested now as a postable. I'm so excited. I did. I did attempt to watch the first episode of Outlander. And I hated it. I hated it. But I think I was in a mood. Sometimes it happens. So I shelved it. Right? I googled some things about it. Right? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and I said to myself, okay, I, you know, I started it twice. Gorgeous cast, beautiful people, you know. Um, I think that's one of the reasons why it was so popular, Mr. Hunk, Hunk you know. Um, but I couldn't get into it. However, I will admit that I have been in a headspace lately and have only really wanted to watch things like Christmas in July, you know, like yeah. easy, easy things. So I will be, I have mocked off time. Um, this week to watch and so the next time we record i will have watched the first three episodes i put it in and i said it's fair get out of my head you really have to watch it it took me about three or four times before i could get through the first episode Mm -hmm. you really have to watch it and get into it but once you get into it you're into it now i mean you there might be a chance that it's just not something that you would like um, right. But as the story goes on, it does get more interesting. Of course, it does not, you know, it does help that Jamie Fraser in there is just a beautifully gorgeous, of you course. know, Scottish man. Of I course. mean, there's nothing else you can say about that man. He's just absolutely gorgeous. Is he gorgeous? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I will be giving it. a I... woman who actually did marry us over six foot. <laughs> Redhead. <laughs> oh my god, for the longest time I didn't know Jason was a redhead. I'm like, you're a ginger. He was very redhead when we met. Like, and he, he, he's not so much now. It's more gray now. But, but because it, yeah. Doesn't he like shave his head too or keep it like short, short or something? 
I shave it because he's got like a yarmulke in the top. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I saw one picture. I'm like, you're a ginger. And he was not looking at me, but I felt like if he was looking at me because we're, we're in two different states, he was, you know, type he was like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, Amber and I really are. Like, I love gingers. It's still to this day when he, because he keeps a beard, a beard mm-hmm. almost all the time. His beard is still like red, like bright red. So he's still got that little bit of ginger in him. But yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, he's definitely, I've always been more. And if you ever, if any of you all, you know, have never met my husband, but he's about six foot one and weighs over 250 pounds. He's a big man. Mm-hmm. And I am like five foot. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love it. I love it. So, the appeal for me has always been, um, you know, my husband is the epitome of my, you know, way that I like my men to look. And Jamie Frazier on Outlander has that same, you know, manly presence. Mm-hmm. So I, I think you like it. You just have to give it, you have to give it a good shot. And you have to yeah, like, sit down and watch like three episodes or something and I, in order I said to get to myself, it. Because I hated the books, I have to, you know. I've never I, read the books. I didn't read them either. Christopher used to listen to them on tape, like when we were in the car, and I always wanted to like throw them out the window because uh, they were just ugh. Because she annoyed me. She, she um, Claire, whatever her name is. Yeah, yeah Claire. And she's, and she's uh, kind of. There are times that she is kind of annoying in the TV in the TV show too. She is by mm-hmm. far not my favorite character. My favorite character is several other people. Um, but I've always been a big anything to do with and it. And it, you know, it's it's not fiction. It's not accurate exactly with the thing the way things went. But you mm-hmm. get to see the fall of you know, Scotland going to the mm-hmm. UK, you know, it's part of the UK, has been. So, you know, you see that fall of them being a country and then losing their country. And you then, you know, they, they do come over to the US. And right. um, you see the start of what, ha- what becomes the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, you literally start with them in, under British rule. So, right. I mean, it, you know, there's some things that you get to see, and we all know, it was like when Gone with the Wind, you know, you had the North and the South, and you had the, you know, the Confederacy didn't, you know, wanted to keep their slaves, the other ones didn't. West Virginia actually split from Virginia and became, you know, the Union because we didn't want that. Mm-hmm. But you did see, and even though the North was tr- was fighting to free those people, you did see that there was bad people even on the other side. Like, you know, you see where they came and they took, you know, Scarlet's, you know, advantage of Scarlet and stuff. So right. you do see some of the bad things that were associated with the British when they were controlling, you know, what would become America in the British when they took over Scotland. I mean, and it's like anything else in history, there's good and bad on both sides. So, I mean, it's fairly accurate. There's several large, like, battles that happened in Scotland that is, you know, in in the story. So it's really good. It's really 
rooted in history kind of um so it's very very interesting if you keep watching it you'll you know you'll like it a lot i think i hope anyways so then i guess that will take us to signs com- and delivered the complete opposite of the outlander <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the opposite end of the spectrum well i mean eric we um, go from Amber smut to Amber. So not yeah. smut. <laughs> yeah, like it's oh, but it's so it's I I love them so much. But Eric, um, who plays Oliver, is a tall, lovely. He's a drinker. tall drink of water. Whew. It really is. But I can tell you this, and if anybody's watched this movie. In this, the entire time, the first three se- the first three movies, you know that Oliver has a wife that left him and went to Paris. Mm-hmm. And in this one, she comes back. And let me tell you, if I had ever wanted to push a woman off the cliff, it was her. <laughs> like, I hate her with a fiery passion that her red hair is. Because I hated her. Mm-hmm. You know, walking into the postable office, acting like she owns the joint like Mm -hmm. if i could have like pulled her from the tv and punched her i would have like i hated this girl like i mean my husband will tell you there are certain things and certain people on tv shows that get me going and like i want to like grab them and like strangle them and this was one of them like i literally hated her with a fiery passion like i don't know who she thought she was because she left him to begin with and then she comes back like she's just Oh, I'm back. So everything's so new. I wanted to push her off a cliff. I am done. <laughs> no, it's it's don't don't hold back. I'm so proud of you because usually I'm the one that's like ranting about something. Um, um Well, you've got the unspoken between Oliver and Mac and the I can't remember what her first name is. Shane. And and when, you know, so so they find the divorce papers in the wedding ring. And Rita remembers seeing custom jewelry stores that craft rings and one like she they found. And Shane, I think, accidentally tosses the ring into, like, a, a bit of mail. Correct me if I'm wrong, because it's been a while. Mm-hmm. And it's then when she finds the le- Oliver's letter to Holly, which had come back undelivered. Um, so she takes the letter and leaves the office. Um, and she thought of all those times, you know, and the day he wrote the letter when they would, I remember when they were trapped inside the bank vault. Did you see that one or did you, did you miss one? I don't know if I must have missed that one or what. Oh, because when I looked it up, it said these three shows, this was the third movie. And I've seen all three movies. So I don't know if I need to go back and like after I'm done, I need to go back and watch the TV series that was on for a short period of time. I I'm sorry. Okay, we're sorry. What <laughs> says my watch? He <laughs> okay. wanted to talk to us in his British voice. <laughs> but um she drops, you know, they drop the ring and she finds that letter. And, you know, she opens it and read it. And this was after her promising him she wouldn't just open the letters anymore. And he gets more upset for the fact that she opened the letter than anything. And Mm -hmm. then she puts it in the mail. And they mail it out. 
Accidentally, Norman does Accidentally. it, right? And then here mm. she comes bebopping into the place like she owns the joint. Right? Did uh-huh. you, when did you do you remember the story of how they met? Like that's like classic warm-off. Shane and Holly, where he dug she, her out of snowstorm. Yeah. Oh my yes, god. They kept her alive. And that's fine and good and all. But like I didn't like her. So what? No, I, I couldn't. She, you know, so she comes in and it's like she finds the letter and she feels like, oh, blah, blah. She does. She, like you said, she walks in like she owns the place. And, but the bigger thing is she walks in like she did nothing wrong. Like it was okay. You yeah, know, like, she, and he, and he she, didn't even know she was okay. She did, yeah, she never heard of him. Never, she never, he never heard from her. He never heard from her. She never did this. She never did this. But she just walked back in like, oh, we can just pick up where we left off because you're so smitten you know um with me and of course he's going to be conflicted and confused and i felt so bad for shane the actress delivered that so perfectly the look the look on her face when you you felt like her heart stopped yes you know oh that one was a bitch I, i'm not a big fan <laughs> so there's the, the several subplots there's of course the letter um with the couple uh, that he was sending divorce papers but it turns out they hunt down the couple of course because that's what they do and turns out that they're still together and oliver is actually determined to deliver the papers even though shane is trying to explain to him like well maybe we shouldn't you know and he actually comes to the decision that he won't but when norman accidentally it's up to date on the change of plans you know and does and it causes the um, couple to argue, but thankfully they stay together. But one of my other favorite, and it's it's a it, it's 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 a great actually plot because people couples do go through these spots where they think, oh, I'm going to end it, and then something happens because he thought she was cheating on him, I believe, right? Yes, yes, because she was meeting with that um, nightclub owner because she was, you know, they had tried to have babies and they found out they could not have babies, mm-hmm. um, which I've actually been through. Um, right. It was not possible for us. Um, and by no means, a lot of people, and, and it's very, very sad, but, you know, if you love each other, you can get over that. And I mean, it's just, it's, it's a thing. So she wanted to see him smile again. So she was doing stand-up comedy at the open mic night. And and this guy, at the you know, the owner of the club was trying to help her. And, um she she kisses him on the cheek and then her husband follows her and sees that and then he's like well i'm gonna you know put my ring in an envelope i'm gonna divorce her he signs the papers and he goes to put them down in the um, in the mailbox and then he hears a car checking in process drops the envelope and then runs to go help um this lady who is being carjacked and then he gets beat up really really bad and mm-hmm. his wife comes to the hospital, and um, so he decided, you know, it was a good thing she never got the letter. Right. I kind of like the way it played out, because I felt like if, as much as I want to say, like, bygones be bygones, let's, you know, didn't need to know, she didn't need to know, but I feel like she did need to know, because it was a question that he had in his head that she had cheated on him, and she never mm-hmm. cheated on him. Right. And, you know, it all works out in the end, and they stay together, and you know um everything's great and then but 
you had that, and then you had the Shane and Oliver. Then you had Oliver and his ex-wife, his now ex-wife, because they do decide to get divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had the two... I can't remember their names. The girl in the glasses and the boy that also works there. So that was... So, okay, so if I may... Um, I really enjoyed before, well, Reader and Norman, but before we move on to them for a second, I really enjoyed the conversation um, and the highlights of what we were talking about with Holly, where the, him and her and Oliver are having a conversation, and he asks us, why did she come back? And he says, well, she says, Holly says, well, I want to find out what I wanted. And she, Oliver finally truly stands up for himself and says, but what about what he wants? And that just highlights how Holly is. You know, she never wrote, she never called. They found a, a video of her reciting a poem, which Ramon, of course, could translate because Ramon can do everything. I love Ramon. <laughs> I, love, I want Ramon to have his old like, little web series or something. Um, and he said, it's not, I remember he said it's not a very good poem, but it, the poem is actually about the first night that they met. Um, so, of course, that causes conflicted feelings like in Oliver. And But he told her that he wants... Um, to be happy he wants peace you know marriage is sacred to him Um, and that maybe they should talk the um, next day Um, no sorry I was trying to think I'm trying to remember what it says and he says you know he says that he admits that he waited a long time to write the letter and she says because you know because it hurts so he and Shane always have these amazing conversations. Like you said, him and Holly do, thank God, you know, just because she's trash, decide to divorce, <laughs> paving, paving the way for our um, Shane and Oliver romance to continue. But Reader and Norman, one of the greatest characters in this series, this whole series, is Ramon. Ramon is a weatherman. He owns the jazz club. He does everything. He's a notary. He's a minister. He's everything. He's a jack of all trades. Ramon is the best. If you need something, Ramon knows how to do it. I mean, he built it all. <laughs> he does everything. It's the greatest running gag in the in the series. So Miss, so Reader is Miss Special Delivery or something like that. And yes. of course, Ramon is. Um, that's how I say his name. I'm not trying to be like whatever. Um, involved in that as the master of ceremonies, I think, or something for like this big thing. And yes. he. He's very flirty with Rita. So Norman gets jealous, right? And he thinks that Rita's really enjoying it. And he thinks that Rita's falling in love with um, Ramon, which, you know, who could blame her? But she doesn't. So, you know, they, they have like, they have Rita, Ramon, Rita, Norma, Shane, Oliver, Shane, Holly, Holly, Oliver, you know? <laughs> and then the other, excuse me, the other couple. There's always so much going on, but they weave them together. They do so. very, very well. And I thought it was very sweet at the end because she had told, um, you know, the whole thing. They, they're they in Denver, Colorado, which I'm, you know, I'm mm-hmm. assuming the weather's there very, the winter's there very, very cold. And, um, you know, she was talking about sitting on her porch swing at her home, you know, where she grew up. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he leaves you know, dealing with the Holly situation and gets this gets a swing and puts it on her front porch. And I just thought that was so sweet. Right? It's her birthday gift, I think. Oh my God. That's and so 
exactly. Is, is that what he confronts her about quitting? Yes. Yes. Because she said she was quitting. She thought she was done. She was good. She was done. She was quitting. And he's like, well, she's like, I feel like somebody else can do the job better. And he's like, well, you're, you didn't have a, there was not a spot when you came. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was so cute that it didn't exist until she showed up. I loved it. I, I just, I love, like, there's always a lot going on, like I was just saying, but it all comes together. It's just so, so perfect, perfect. Each and, you know, each and every one. And as you start to see, as you probably start to see now, I mean, like, each, they don't just forget what happens in the one before it. They keep playing on it, building on it, learning from it. And I think that's one of the things that's made it so very, the series so very successful. And the fans are still currently going crazy on Twitter about um, renewing it because the spoiler, spoiler, uh, uh, the last, what happened in the last one seems to be the end. Yeah, I haven't gotten to that one yet. The next one for me is Seinfeld and Delivered the Impossible Dream. Mm -hmm. Which is the Popel, the the Popels. (laughs) (laughs) The Postables work against the clock to go in a letter to rescue a soldier in Afghanistan and reunite her with her family. While Rita competes for the National Miss Special Delivery title in Washington, D.C. So, I will watch that one and we will talk about it. I'm sure it'll be just as good as the other ones. Oh yeah, it's it's really good. I I enjoy them all. I enjoy them all. Um, excuse me. So I guess that brings us to our very last thing, which is our second book, a series that we're reading. It was the Saltwater Cove. Was it Saltwater Co. Studios? Right. Second book in um, I can find it. I should have had it pulled up. Should have had it pulled up. The Westcott Bay novel, book two. By who's by Amelia Adler. Amelia Adler. That's the Westcott Bay series. And this was number two, which was Saltwater Studios. In the first one, we met Margie, um, mm-hmm. who fell in love with the police chief. And then in the second one, we're continuing Morgan's story. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has come back to the island after graduating. Um, have a, some story about Jade, who is Margie's daughter, who's just recently trying to get divorced from her asshole of soon-to-be ex-husband mm-hmm. would have loved to have pulled that son of a bitch through the book and, and strangle mm-hmm. him at some point because he was a butthole and a oh. hate and if Jade does not stand up for herself in this book somewhere I'm gonna strangle her well the next I, so I finished the series because I don't have a husband or a child thank god um to both of them um, so I have more downtime that's my own rather than Amber who has to deal with a husband and a child uh, teenager um, with who demands like every second of her precious time um, So and you know justifiably um, so I've gone through the whole series and I will not spoil anything but I have you know lots to say on different aspects of it really really enjoyed the whole series I will say that um, 
So, yeah, but so Jade's book is third. And she's yeah. kind of, only thing I will say is like, in, uh, you're going to have the same feeling of it for a little bit in the book, but then. Um, so Morgan takes over a, a, what I really loved in the beginning of the book is when Morgan, she, you know, you don't see it, but she kind of like, she kind of like thinks about it type of thing. And how she came up with like this whole PowerPoint presentation to her father <laughs> to yeah. be like, this is what <laughs> is And he's like, okay. Well, you know, <laughs> she, she didn't know what she wanted to do, so you know, she decides she's going to take over this phot- wedding photography business um, from this lady named Jillian um, on the island because um, this is a very popular tourist attract, you know, tourist area, and a lot right. of people get married there. And um, she's going to decide to be the photographer. In the process, she meets this gen- this man named Luke. Now, at the end of book one. You know that Morgan's mother died and she was hit on um, the island Mm -hmm. um, by a drunk driver. At the end of the first book, you find out that they did find video of who hit her mother and killed her. And it was a female driving the car. There was only one car because it was a very vintage vehicle. There's only one Mm -hmm. car on the island that matched that vehicle. And it was by a very rich gentleman named Brock. They could not identify the woman at the end of the book, so they were kind of at that standstill. So at the beginning of the second book, Morgan comes back and her kind of her mission is not only to have this business start, but she's also wanting to find out who killed her mother. In the process of coming over, um, she meets this gentleman named Luke, who's kind of a, he's from, I'm assuming he's English, because he is, they they kept talking about his British accent in the in the book, um, but I didn't really know where he was from. But he he does come from a wealthy family, but he does not live that way. He is very um, backpacking through things. He's not, you know, doesn't stay in one place too long. Just kind of moving mm-hmm. around. I don't know what they call him, drifter. I guess you would call it kind of like. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like a drifter and he's decided he's completely broke so he's going to come back to the island and do videographer be a videographer for the weddings that this julian person had hired morgan to take over from her so morgan's doing the wedding photographer he's being the videographer you meet him you find out at the beginning of the book that his uncle is this brock character and it's just kind of a little tidbit. Well, Morgan meets Luke and thinks he's a complete douchebag and they do not get along at all. She thinks he's a jerk. He's a player because during the whole movie or movie during the whole book, he's flirted with, he flirts, he's flirted with, you know, women and British accents. We know how that goes. So, you know, it's very openly there that he is kind of a player a little bit, Um, Mm -hmm. but he decides he wants to, with Morgan and um, he kind of has to get her to kind of move around but the whole time you realize that he is the uncle of the man that Morgan's trying to figure out if if he killed her mother or not in the process you know Morgan doesn't know and neither does Luke know that they have this connection so you go through all this. In the process, Margie was supposed to marry Hank, who is the police chief. Margie was the character in the first book. She's kind of the mother figure of the entire group. 
And you find out his daughter, Amanda, is being a little bitch and mm-hmm. a little selfish bitch and doesn't want him to marry Margie because she's still getting over her, which I understand the, you know, my husband lost his mother a year and a half ago. And mm-hmm. um, it's very, very hard, but you can't, it never goes away. And this has been right. several years. It had been like, two and a half three years i think at this point um and you know hank and marjorie are very very happy and amanda did not want them to be happy and she is not very nice but um so in the books a little bit that margie and hank kind of break up for a short period of time you kind of get it in the third person they don't really talk about it a whole lot because of amanda yeah huh because of amanda because of Amanda, because she didn't want them to get mm-hmm. married. Um, Morgan kind of sneaks around and gets, you know, the Amanda's phone number out of uh, Margie's phone. And, and she contacts Amanda, hoping that she, as a woman who has lost her mother as well, can help her understand, you know, that, you know, it's okay to move on. And she does, in the end, help Amanda realize that she's being selfish. And Hank and Margie do get married at the end of the second book. But um, this whole time, you've got this whole Brock is loose uncle and nobody knows. So finally, um, they've got a new, I don't know what he was, deputy. Is he a deputy? Matthew. Matthew. Matthew's the new deputy that's came into town to um, help out Hank. And... Hank kind of turns the case over to Matthew, the case about Morgan's mom, um, hoping that Fresh Eyes will help him get, you know, help solve the case. In the process, Matthew meets Luke at the coffee shop, and Luke invites him to come to the open night night, mic night. And in the process, Matthew kind of lets it slip what's going on. So Luke finds out that you know, his uncle, who he doesn't really like anyways, mm-hmm. kind of a douchebag anyways. He only used him for the camera that he stole out of his house. Um, and then he, of course, does not tell Morgan right away that he's found this out. And then happens to be trying to leave town after he found out that Morgan was, you know, there was a party at Brock's house. Luke was going to bring Morgan to the party. Morgan figured out that Luke was, Brock was, you know, Luke was, Brock was Luke's uncle. He's going to take him to the party. Luke knew about this the whole time. So he takes her to the party knowing that she's just going to be snooping around. And then they have a complete and total fight over everything. In the process, Morgan leaves, picked up by Jade, who is Margie, her roommate, Margie's daughter. And then um, in the process, he goes and decides he's going to pack up all his stuff, says goodbye to his roommates, get in the car, goes to the ferry, turns his car off, and then he can't get his car to start to get on the ferry. In the process, his uncle walks up with a female that has came to the island to visit him. As soon as Luke sees this female, he realizes it's the girl, it's the woman from the video in the car. And that whole right. part was hilarious. I don't know... Do you remember the whole thing? Yeah, he tricks them. Having her yes, give her he a tricks song. them. Yeah. 
So Luke tricks them into telling what happened, and he gets wired and um, tells him that and tells Brock and the girl, the woman, that he's going to help her escape to Canada. And he puts her in the car, has her stick her head between her legs so she can hide because he doesn't, you know, they're trying to, you know, save her and, you know, get her off the island because the people are looking for her and um, in the process is driving her to drop her off at the police station. Because <laughs> he's now told them that he's found this this lady out. She was right. drunk. She hit the girl, killed her mom even makes a comment that well she was just stuck under my wheels i'm not sure if she you know was dead or not but i had to reverse to get off of her i mean it was awful somebody would take the woman was complete idiot that she would take that at so at a you know such a light thing but um they finally do catch you know her i was hoping maybe it would be somebody a little more involved in the story but it didn't be you know it wasn't I mean, how right. did you feel about it? <sighs> about who the murderer was? Yes. I kind of figured it out, like, a little bit. Like, um, I didn't think it was going to be anybody that was, you know, so tied to the um, family. Um, I had a sneaking suspicion. It was going to be, like, he definitely tied to, you know, to Brock. And it was going to be, like, one of one of his women. Um I didn't really have too much of a problem with that. I kind of like the way that the courtroom played out where, like, she was trying to make it sound like, you know, um, she was running from him and it was an accident. And then he turned, basically turned everything over. Right. Like, I don't know. I kind of enjoyed that for some reason. Um, it was really funny. Like the way he did it, like he had him totally fooled. He was like, yeah, you better hide because I'm, you know, I'm going to tell on you or whatever, you know, trying mm-hmm. to get you out of the, out of the country the best thing and she's such an idiot she just believes everything that he says like right. she's so stupid yeah um, no I was sorry I was talking about too when um the lady who was who hit who hit Morgan's mother tried to say that Brock like she was running from Brock and then Brock turned over the car the recordings <laughs> and everything <laughs> um like it was just so crazy it's like something you would see on um on uh tv yeah it was, so, it was hilarious and then we're gonna go to book three um do you have anything else you want to say about book two i do very quickly because i want to end it because i know you um have some things to do morgan got the fuck on my nerves <laughs> she was just, I, I mean we don't know what it's like to thank god to have i mean i know what it's like to have my mommy die but um <sighs> And of course, you know, there's, but of course, her mother was young, and she's young, and her mother was murdered, and there was all this like whatever. But she kept trying to snoop. She kept trying to cause problems for this one. She, you know, and I guess people will go crazy, you know, and act like this and whatnot. But she just wanted to be angry. She was just ang- She never wanted to believe um, in Luke at all. Mm-mm. You know. And it, it, and for yeah. me, I felt out of all of them, I felt like it was probably like the most hallmark because it was just one big constant misunderstanding. She was constantly angry at him or felt he was lying. He was tricking her. He was using what, like, get the hell over yourself. You know, yeah. she very much very gave much me so. just some Chesapeake Shore vibes. Oh, yeah, um, very much so. But overall, I really, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed the book. 
Um, I think it, I think it was actually, since I've read them all, I think it was one of the ones that was paced the best. You didn't have a lot of, each book carries on from the um, last one, right? Yes. To, to where, like, there's little bits here and the character, I was like, not just the characters, but little bits of, you know, storyline and, and whatnot. Um, the, each one before kind of sets up the next one just a little bit more. And um, I think this one was one that, like, one out of the seven, one of the best ones where everything, even though she was like super, 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 super annoying, that really gelled um, the best and had the most, what's the word, fire in it, in the characters, like, kind of, because Morgan's very passionate about finding out what happened to her mother, of course, where everybody else is kind of morose, yeah. you know, <laughs> in the in the coming ones, and um. Obviously, they're all very hallmarky. We all know how they're kind of um, going to end. And so, Jade is next? Is yes, Jade? Jade is next. Jade um, is next? Yeah, Saltwater Secrets, book three. Um, is, it's about is Jade. Jade. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Um, now that she's finally free of her emotionally abusive ex, she has everything. She's about to get better for her. But she has a series of personal attacks on her property, has her on edge, and Jade knows she'll never, she'll need help figuring out who is targeting her and why. She just never expected a certain sweet, ridiculously handsome sheriff's deputy. So it's about uh, Jade and Matthew. No, three is Tiffany. No. Yeah. Oh, no, you're right, you're right. I'm at the epilogue. I'm at the epilogue. Yes, yes, I was at the epilogue when I opened the book. I'm sorry. Four, Saltwater Crossing is about Tiffany. Because I was trying to figure out who who ended up with who, kind of. Well, I mean, there's a new guy in each one. So and so Jade, in Jade's and I want to ruin it, it kind of sets up who, I mean, I'm not ruining anything by saying that, like, they will, you know, there's a guy in each book. I know also, that, that Jade and Matthew are going to end up together. We just have to learn how the story goes. It's actually yeah. a really good one. That one's a really good one. Jade, the Jade book before we end this is really good because 
there's, I don't want to ruin it. There's a lot of stuff that's going on. Like they give you hints, like somebody's like out to get her kind of thing. And it's really good. And you, you kind of don't, you kind of get a hint and then, mm-hmm. and then she's kind of a bit like how you were saying, you know, like, um, I don't know, you know, she's like, you know, she had like the really, you know, hard life with her ex and everything. So she comes into her own. That's all I'm going to say. That's, that's this, the Jade book is actually my favorite book, I think, because it was very much more mysteryish. Even yeah, more I than can't the, wait to read it. I'm hoping part. she she finally gets gets some lady balls and um, yeah. <laughs> stands up for herself. Because at this point, there was a couple of times in this book that I wanted to strangle her because mm-hmm. she needs to. Yeah, I got and I apologize. I got distracted a second because I was kind of thinking, and I don't mean to ruin it. I was kind of thinking that. Two people ended up with British people, but they don't. They don't. So I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was confused for a second. That's where my mind kind of wandered. But this is a great series. I, I, I really love it. And I'll go back and like um reread and peek at them as as we move along. So it Well, is, you it, need to start. We got four more books in this series. So you're gonna have to start and find uh, our next book or series. So um I think and I'm not, I'm not have against doing something book. a little more It's a big furball in my face. Sorry, I didn't know if it was a spider or a furball. <laughs> Hang in. Um, but you will be picking our next series or book. So okay, I have. I think. I think the next one is just going to be a one-shot book. Um, you know, it'll be a little longer than these, and then we'll go into the series because I just downloaded one. I'm going to read it and see how it goes. Um, and then it's on Kindle Unlimited, so. Um, we'll go from there, but it kind of falls into the whole genre that we'll be looking at. And we can expand into, you know, because these are very much books that like we would see possibly like on Hallmark with some minor changes. There's some things that come that they would never do, even on Hallmark yeah. movie industries. Um, so, but yeah, I think, I think this will be a good one, but I'm going to read it and then I'll let you know about it. But okay, it sounds good. It's 8.52, and Amber's show is going to be coming on soon. <laughs> Our live. What is it called now? Not called live. It is either. called On Patrol Live, because I'm a big dork and watch. On Patrol watch Live. And I'm going to go watch, uh, I'm gonna go watch uh, my SmackDown and wait to see my uh, Roman Drew Shay. Uh, Shay <laughs> so um, that is it. For uh, Home is Where Hallmark is, episode 17. Uh, we thank everybody who may or may not actually be listening in. Um, no, we don't care. We're just going to keep doing it anyway. Um, doing it. Yeah, it's just for us. So, um, listening in, we will. I'm going to start working on the Instagram account this weekend and going to try to get some other kind of get some interactive things to really get people to actually listen um to us but amber's gonna go watch the show i'm gonna go watch my show i'm liz she's amber this is home is where hallmark is on the chairshot.com uh chairshot radio via chairshot.com wherever your podcasts are it's the summer we're going into some hot weekends remember our motto to always use your head goodbye everybody bye